This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network. Visit JabberjawMedia.com for more shows like this one. Doesn't matter if it's punk, metal, or rock. Rockabilia is your one-stop shop for all band merch. They have over 500,000 items to choose from. Hard to find stuff that you can't get anywhere else with the largest selection of music merchandise available in the world. Doesn't matter if it's hats, shirts, autograph items, patches for your battle vest. Rockabilia will have you covered. And everything is officially licensed. Don't fall for the Chinese counterfeit band merch on Amazon or the targeted Facebook post promoting a bootleg product. If you support Rockabilia, you're supporting the artists. Been around since 1987 with 30 years of giving you the best memorabilia. So for your punk, metal, and rock memorabilia, there's only one place to go, www.rockabilia.com. It's the Metal Sucks Podcast with your hosts, Petter Speich, Brandon Hahn, and Jocelyn Sharp. Metal Sucks Podcast here, everybody. It is I, Petter Speich. I am riding solo today. Uh, Brandon Hahn and Jocelyn Sharp could not be with me, but this is just a very special edition, kind of a half episode, as we've been known to do on occasion. Mm-hmm. This week, we get to talk a quick chat with the legends of the Seagull Men, Mastermind, Jimmy Hayward, and uh, as you'll he- see- hear in the interview, the Fogger, Danny Carey, about that project, that band, and a lot of other things um, going on. So uh, with this interview, like I said, it's a .5, it's a short episode, guys. We also got an update on the new Tool record from Danny himself. But before we jump into the interview, guys, got to keep you guys notified on Metal Blade Records. This holiday season, head over to Metal Blade Records web store for the label's annual Chris Massacre promotion. It's going to feature ugly Christmas sweaters, ornaments, mugs, and more. New sweatpants, hoodies, and log sleeves are also available from an array of artists. So get your holiday shopping done now at MetalBladeStore.com. So without further ado, guys, let's jump right into this interview with me, Jimmy Hayward, and Danny Carey. From Legends of the Seagull Men. Everybody, it's better here. Metal Sucks Podcast. On the phone, I got two members of Nautical Rock and Roll Act, Legend of the Seagull Men. I have... The Admiral, Jimmy Hayward, and The Fogger, Danny Carey. Now, nautical rock and roll could mean a lot of things, but what does it mean to you, Jimmy? Uh, what does it mean? What does nautical rock and roll mean to me? Hmm. I, think, I, think we're making, I think we're making music to be great, and it's, you know, it's cinematic and it's epic, but I, but, I, but I think that the theme gives us something to really hang on to. We're all from, you know, Daniels and Malibu. I grew up on the West Coast. Doctors from the all of us are from around the water, and it's all something we understand and love. So, you know, yeah, of course, like taking raping and pillaging and piracy to a new level. Ah, nice. I like that. Uh, so, Danny, you're the fogger. Now, I looked that up on the Urban Dictionary because uh, that's what I go to. That's my go-to source, um, and there was no definition for that. So, what is a fogger to Danny? <laughs> well, it's, it's my secret weapon. You know. I come in, blind people, take advantage of them in various ways. Take their souls. <laughs> I mean, in the song The Fogger, there's sort of a dual meaning in the chorus when he rips faces from their heads. It's kind of an allegory to Danny ripping people's faces off when he plays music. And also, sort of, in the song and in the video that's going to come out, he, you know, 
he's a massive giant tromping through the ocean, protecting the whales and overfishing. And, you know, he's being a super good guy. But he's also, you know, he does it in a violent way. Yeah, sometimes karma has to be dealt. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I got to tell a, you. A laser, a laser third eye that does my dirty work. I, I was going to bring <laughs> up the laser, too. Now, and Danny has ripped my face off many times. I'm in Las Vegas. So, yeah, you know, thank you. That's, yeah, that's very kind. <laughs> you guys never miss us on a tour. So, um, but uh, many times. So that makes total sense. Now I know what a fogger is. So New Year's in Oakland, guys. This You will be performing with Primus. And uh, this is your live debut. Is that correct? It is. This is incarnation. Yeah, I mean, this, this is like, this is the first, two, this is the first real, you know, Legend of the Tinglewood show. Um, but it kind of came up sort of quickly. So, you know, we it's not coinciding with the debut of our album and stuff, so we'll be doing an album debut show after that in the new year. But, uh, you know, those guys are, uh, you know, those guys have helped us all out in the past, and, you know, they're helping us out. It's, uh, you know, Danny's, all both of our histories, both me and Danny's histories with Primes go way back. So um, it was a great opportunity for us to just jump on it's a show. Obviously, Danny's played with Primus on that show. Mm-hmm. I've been to that famous New Year's show many times. And having kind of grown up in the Bay Area for a long time, too, it's sort of a rad homecoming for both me and Mad Dog. So it just it just came up, and we decided we had to jump on it. Oh, no doubt about that. So how long is your guys' set list going to be at this show? 50 minutes. Probably, uh, yeah, seriously, you know, between 45 and an hour, you know, whatever, whatever we allotted. Nice. That's what we always give our openers. <laughs> <laughs> this is true because I've only seen ISIS twice, and both times it was like a real show. It wasn't like an opening act, and it was both time for you guys. So, um, have you guys? Yeah, we really didn't want to do a moistener. You know, we didn't want to do a just the tip show. We want to do a little set. Oh, sweet! No, that's 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 what I like. Now, have you guys uh, uh, set your eyes on a release date for the album or no? That's gonna that. What day of the week is it right now? Uh, Wednesday. Right? Wednesday. All should be revealed in 48 hours. Right? 48 hours. So uh, that... 48 is... hours. Well, in 48 hours, they're going to they're gonna announce all kinds of stuff. So, well, I, I think they're releasing it. They're just releasing a single, right? And then they're going to release the... They're going to announce like the label and the date and street date and all that stuff on Friday. So the project was announced in, in 2015, but... Um... And because, Jimmy, you are involved and you have a history as an animator and a film director, this project can be much more than just a band and uh, something more like along the lines of that profession. Is there more than music attached to this project? Yeah, I think so. I mean, well, first of all, it wasn't announced. Uh, that, was a, that was a story that Rolling Stone kind of cooked up. We had nothing to do with that. Mm. Um, so it really is only being announced this week. It's just all that other stuff was hearsay and that, that had nothing to do with us um that story just got picked up and run with because the dudes involved i guess but to the other question i think you know it wouldn't be us if we didn't you know do everything we could and work with all the cool people we could to make this everything we can and obviously you know i come from a filmmaking background a doctor comes from a production design background and and i think we're obviously gonna and you know danny's a smashing smashing good looking guy. <laughs> uh, between those two, yeah, I'm animated. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Jimmy. <laughs> but I think, uh, I think, yeah, we we got some pretty cool stuff. But we're all we're all really busy, but we're all really dedicated to this thing. I mean, it's like 
you know, we, we've got some pretty cool stuff lined up. I mean, even if when you start to see some of the press imagery and stuff and you see the photos of, you know, Danny with lasers shooting out of his head and us all with, like, the Chicago typewriters, old Tommy guns. <laughs> if, you see, if you see, you know, where we're headed with the sort of production design of it and the costume design and all that stuff, it's like we're obviously headed into a pretty specific place. I think we're going to do some cinematically rad stuff after this. Um, and we've got some pretty cool places to take it. We just really wanted to get the music to land first and get everybody kind of behind that idea. And once that happens, then we can pull out the multimedia stuff and really make it go. Nice, man. So it's going to be kind of like a, a, a world, like a universe around the band, which is really cool. And if you, if you go to the website, it's the seagullman.com. It shows all the members in costume. Like, like you mentioned, Danny has the green laser coming from his, uh, from his forehead. Uh, Brent has a tattoo on his face. It's crazy. Um, there were these. <laughs> were these? <laughs> Brent really does have a tattoo on his face, and Danny does really have a third eye with a laser that comes out. <laughs> <laughs> Who masterminded the uh, the costumes for all the guys? Well, I think Doctor sort of came up with the original idea for the Legend of the Seagullman. As this sort of like, he came up with this world where the Seagullman were these kind of like superhero guys, and there's whole crazy history and lore and it all kind of gets revealed through the music and uh you know even it's uh, we've written almost a whole second album uh with the material already and it's like all these characters all the way through this and then i think he had that sort of original concept and then when i joined it i mean people have been calling me the admiral since i was a kid so you know because my family's all in the boating and all this stuff and like i play in punk bands and everybody goes oh the admiral so it's kind of comes from way back then and it's sort of all fit together and then as the different you know Brenton character, Dr. Cooked up with him, you know, a long time ago, Redbeard and the 400,000 year old pirate and on all these other characters sort of as, as the band formed into the real deal, um, all the new character, all the new guys got characters and sort of it fit into the whole thing. The Admiral that I knew was David Robinson. He, he was, uh, he was an amazing San Antonio Spur. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> There's a few of us out there all doing rad shit. That's true. Exactly. It's a nickname you earned. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't give myself a nickname. That would be that would stick, would it? Nobody call me that if I call myself the Admiral. Yeah, I mean, if I did, I would have to call myself an fourth person. You know, I heard the Admirals like this. Yeah. Um, so, Danny, how did you initially back in 2015? How were you approached, and how did you jump onto this project? Jimmy and I are well, close to neighbors, whatever. I mean, we we just started hanging out or whatever, and we just kick it together and, and we jam at our he has a studio I have a studio whatever so we just we just play music together and have a good time you know and then uh, so all of a sudden this project kind of started taking form and it was just kind of an obvious thing like hey what are you doing man? so it's, it just made sense you know nice. it wasn't you know you can't ever plan these things out it never works that way it just happens you know? Yeah, that's that's one of the, the questions I always ask people. It's like I'm like, so how did this song or album come about? They're like, it was organic, and I'm like, all right, well, how did it happen? And I'm like, okay, wait, I just ruined yeah. it, right? <laughs> so, it's like I, I well, I mean, it's not so much your way. It's it's always just a crazy thing. Like drummers that ask me how I came up with a part to a song or something. You go, it's because I've played music my whole life. Yeah. How do you put a it's, you know, it's just so happy you, you have conversations with the people, you have conversations musically, and then you hang out with these people, this happens, you hang with these other people, there's other things happen. That's just the, the nature of the beast, I suppose. Yeah. And it's crazy to put music to, or I mean words to 
music, you know, like that to the actions of it. Cause like, like you said, you described it. It's, it's already been done. Like as far as like in your actions. So that's, a, that's a really cool. Yeah, well, Frank Zappa said what couldn't like trying to describe music is like dancing to architecture. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I think also, you know, like I'll write a song, I'll write a tune and I'll call it like, Colossal Hurler or something stupid name. I don't have this idea for it. And I mean, I'm a writer and all this stuff. And, you know, I write movies and shit. So I'll come up with this whole concept and then I'll give it to the doctor and I'll be like, no, dude, this one's about a, a, a whale in captivity called the Orca. You know, and then we'll edit. Well, I'll, I'll bring in the demo and I'll bring in this whole concept and they'll be like, no, it's going to be this. And I'm like, cool. I don't care. Now, musical, you have some, you're going to have some high expectations considering if you rated albums from one star to five star. Brent and Danny have never put out one that's less than four and a half stars. Uh, that bar being set, where would you rate the debut album? I would take the four and a half stars that they each get and multiply it by like, I don't know. Maybe, yeah, maybe. That's 64. I, I did the math. 15, 15 stars. <laughs> 15 stars. <laughs> 15 stars. How, much you, how many stars you got? <laughs> Well, we're, we're at I, it's a, it's officially a billions of billions of stars album. I like that. <laughs> and now most know, man. like this is one of those that's things. Not our job. That's, your job. that's your job, but this is also one of those things where I mean I don't know. You can speak to this too. It's like to me, it's like make make stuff you love and put it out as far and wide as you can and make more stuff. I think it's really. Us, it's like something that speaks to us. Love. This isn't something we put together to try and, you know, make dough off or something. This is this is something that came out of love, and the craft of it comes from friendship and and care. And like Danny really said, having musical conversations and uh, not having the architecture. So, so I think you know, for us, it's like we really hope people dig it because we do, you know. And Danny quoted Zappa, though. You gotta, you gotta give Zappa the credit for that. Ah, uh, dude, I'm blood friend. Yeah, a <laughs> lot. <laughs> so most side projects, guys, though, seeing them live is an event, and uh, usually only a couple shows are played, maybe a year. Do you guys envision doing a full tour with this project? Yeah, it's just time for Mitch. You know, it's like it's kind of, it's, it'll be intense because we're all busy guys. You know, Jimmy's got movies, Brent's got Mastodon, I've got my band, and uh. When the windows beat up, that's we'll take advantage of them every way we can. We're pretty committed to doing it as much as we can. Um, we put so much into it, and we really want to. It's really a lot of fun to play this stuff. It's really epic and and uh, and, uh, and a lot of fun to do. So we're gonna do as much as we can. We have plans. We'll just try to figure it all out. Next question, guys, real quick. Uh, humor is the most important thing in, to today's society, I think. Like, stand-up comics are more honest than, you know, major news sources for some people. And um, I say this all the time, but, like, South Park is is like a modern-day Nostradamus. Now, so parody has an underlining of seriousness, but parody is kind of where we're living in. Does this project have any of that underneath layers that's serious, or is it going to be more just focused on, like, parody? Well, you know, what makes things funny is, the truth behind them, you know, mm -hmm. it just kind of works that way, you know, it's, it's always, you know, that's just the way comedy works, uh, you know, I, yeah, tragedy plus time, plus time equals comedy. <laughs> I, I really think too with this, it's like, we're not being overtly funny, the more serious we take, the funnier it is. <laughs> the heavier we go, the more over the top it is. And we're not being like, this will be, people will laugh if we do this. We 
just put together these characters and this idea and we do it as seriously as possible and then that makes us laugh. Yeah, I always laugh at the straight guys. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. I to- I'm the same. I always laugh at the straight guy. I think that's the most under, like, like the teller from Penn and Teller. You're like, that's a hard job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he gets me every time. So, so yeah. with that being said, uh, Danny, uh, would you pull double duty and have the Legends of the Seagull Men open for Tool at some point? And nah, man, I didn't know. That's, that's too much, it, yeah. It, it, I tried doing that a couple of times, man. It's just, it's oh, just too much, man. I, I had some Dan Pittman and those guys back years ago. We went out and opened for us. Man, I, I ended up getting the flu after the five gigs. It just wore me down, man. I, I, I'm not going to try that again. We, we'll probably... We'll we, can, we can uh, flip-flop, you know, day, day of or, you know, day before and do a... Something like that, you know. Yeah, you know that that that's acceptable or whatever. But uh, if you if you try to tour doing two gigs with two different bands on the same day, it's pretty brutal. At least for the way I play. If you're this shit's all pretty. If you're a little weenie and you don't you have a salad toss or something, you can get away with that. But I can't. (laughs) (laughs) Now, uh, just a couple more questions, guys, and I'll I'll let you anyway. Now that 2017 is closing. what it, what is your Jimmy? What is your favorite record that has put out this year? I think I don't know what some of my favorite records. are all my friends. I mean, I know Mastodon coming out, uh, so that's kind of cheating. Mastodon, Queen's new record. Yeah. Oh, did, Danny, what did you have a pick for this year that you uh, that you that liked a lot? Yeah, I don't really have favorite ones. I'm, it's, it's just like our bros records, like Jimmy said, man. Like, yeah. I did. I did love the Machine record. I thought that one was yeah, outstanding, man. It was one of my one of the best, I think. Uh, last question. Hope you didn't see this one coming, Danny. But uh, my co-host Brandon, he talked to Justin uh, Chancellor earlier this year, and Justin really made us feel like Tool would have an album out in like 2018. Now, on a scale of one to ten, how much did Justin lie to us? To say that the record would be out in 2018. Yeah. He did not lie to you. Oh, he did not lie to us. So it is. Count quite- from one to zero. How much he lied would be zero. Zero. Ooh. <laughs> It'll be out. It'll be out Excellent, man. So we are we are super excited. We get not one but two records from Danny, quite possibly in 2018. Here we're gonna get the news on when the Legends of Seagull Men is coming out. But the fact that we know that you guys are, you know, ready to put another one out in a year, that's gonna be great. So Legends of Seagull Men, guys. Don't miss them this New Year's. If you're in that Bay Area, they're going to be playing Oakland. They're going to be open for Primus. You're going to get a full set, 50 minutes, 45 minutes, like they were saying. And it's going to be one of those performances that you don't want to miss and you want to be there. And put your cell phone away. Put those away. Nobody wants to see that. We want to see it live and in person. So I want to thank both uh, Jimmy. I want to thank Danny. I want to thank everybody that, that got this interview that made it happen uh, for calling into the Metal Sucks podcast. Thanks, brother. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody. And there you have it, guys. Great talk, great dudes. Um, super excited about the record, uh, Legends of the Seagull Men. Like he said, there's going to be a press release. We're going to have a song here within this week. Um, it's really an exciting project, especially with the names attached to it. So, uh, And as you heard, new Tool record, 2018. Danny said it. 
I believe him. I know you do too, guys. So I want to thank you very much for listening into this special half episode of the Metal Sucks podcast. Jocelyn Sharp, Brandon Hahn, and I will be returning early next week to give you our best of 2017 episode. So uh, hold your breath on that, but it will be soon enough. So once again, listeners, thank you so much. As always, go to the iTunes five-star reviews we keep seeing them we love and all the support we love all the help so until this next week guys metal sucks podcast over and out the metal sucks podcast is signing off this is the jabberjaw podcast network